Hey guys, Jim here from the Fitness Tech Podcast. Hey, I want to let you know the show you're about to hear uh, was done on a recording on a laptop and the sound quality isn't the best. And I know I've gotten some feedback from you all on that and um, and we're working on getting that taken care of. But we apologize for that. Uh, do your best to listen to it and get through it. Some really great material in there and I don't want you to miss it. So try and forgive the sound. We continue to work on that and uh, appreciate it. Now here's the show. Welcome to the Fitness Tech Podcast, show number seven for December 18th, 2010. This is the podcast that covers the latest from the world of fitness and technology for the average guy. From treadmills to Stairmasters, from GPSs to iPods to the latest advancements in nutrition and workouts, we cover it all from a tech angle. I'm your host, Jim Collison, and today I am joined by Carrie Adams. Hello. Carrie is a very good friend of mine and worked together with me at Gallup. And uh, Carrie, I wanted to get together with you today to talk a little bit about how you use fitness uh, in technology or, or fit- technology and fitness. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk a little bit a bit about the Mud Mafia, and we'll talk about your workout and your fitness schedule coming up. So let, let me remind the listeners that you can interact with the show uh, by sending a email to us podcast at the theaverageguy.tv. Um, we also have a, a Twitter account that's just twitter.com slash or forward slash theaverageguy.tv. Carrie, how are you? I'm excellent. That's good. Thank we're, you. We're at your house, which is kind of fun. And uh, and you've been listening to the show, so you know kind of Jamie's my sidekick, and it's yes. always good to have Jamie. Jamie couldn't make it today, um, and we're back on my laptop, so the sound recording may not be the best. Some people have, some folks have said, oh, the sound's not great. Well, it's on my laptop. Get over it. <laughs> we're okay with that. Yeah. So we're at your at your place. Um, wanted to talk to you today a little bit about the way you use uh, technology and fitness because because yes. I know you know you and I we've done a lot of running together over mm-hmm. the last year and and we use different kinds of technologies associated with that but before we talk about the gear that you use let's talk a little bit about Facebook yes and this thing called the mud mafia now, uh, yes. what is the mud mafia the mud mafia is a running club that I started um, really to just engage people in a fun approach to running um, I'm very competitive as a runner, um, but not everybody is, and not everybody needs to be. Um, but I, I love to run. I love it. And so I wanted to get as many people involved as possible without sort of that intimidating vibe that sometimes comes with going to running events. You get there, and or you don't even want to sign up because yeah, you're afraid kind of crazy. to go. Yeah, <laughs> like there's these crazy people that go run. And so I wanted to create a team where you could set your own goals as an individual, but you had a running family that you could train with, that you could talk to. Um, but that at the end of the event, before the event, you're coming together um, and you're there for each other as a support system. And so even though it's very much an individual sport and you can run at whatever pace you want to, you've got this group you can come back to and, and have a good time, learn from. If you want to increase your speed, chances are there's someone faster than you you can learn from. If you want a running buddy, um, chances are there's someone that runs at your pace you can go run with them. And these people are from all over town. I have runners in San Francisco, I have runners in Chicago, I have runners in Indiana, um, so we're kind of all over the place, but it's just a nice way to um, propagate the, the fun element of running and, and how that can be something that uh, that people can... Yeah, and, and you, you just mentioned you've got runners all over the place, of course, Facebook allows for that, right? I mean, yes. so this is just a group 
-hmm. It's just a group on Facebook, right? Yes. And anybody, it's open to anybody. Anybody can join. You don't have to commit to a certain number of races. You don't have to pay dues. You give me 20 bucks, you get a shirt, you have a nickname. Every time you run a race, you get a bullet hole. After five bullet holes, you get a pistol. So your shirt kind of becomes your calling card. Um, when we go to events, we're starting to get recognized. People know who we are. Um, cool. The nickname thing has become a big deal. People <laughs> are really getting intense about what their nickname is going to be. Mine is Aviator. Um, yours is Jimmy. You know, we've got yeah. Cupcake. We've got um, all kinds of crazy stuff. Broadway. You know, things that are just um, significant for for those folks. So it's kind of a fun thing to get to get involved with. So if I wanted to look more into that, I could just, I would go to the search bar on Facebook and type in Mud Mafia. Yep, The Mud Mafia. The Mud Mafia. And mm -hmm. where did that name come from? That's, that's kind of odd. Yes. Okay, so that was very strategic. I wanted something that was recognizable. Everybody's heard of the Mafia, and the Mafia has this family vibe. I wanted it to be family. Um, but we do a lot of adventure racing and off-road racing. And so the mud part, I do mud runs. I love mud running. So for me, that kind of made it a distinctive, um, you know, yes, we do pavement for sure. We love doing those kinds of events. But we will do any distance, any event, anywhere. And so it kind of just made it fun. And uh, we just like getting dirty. That's, that's part of it, too. So that was, you know, the name. I wanted it to be something that would be recognizable. I wanted a great logo um, that, was, that was cool and that was tough and that was modern. Um, the nicknames thing, I wanted people to have something that they could have that was unique to them, but that was also a part of the team as a whole. Um, so I just wanted a brand. I wanted something that when we went somewhere, um, people didn't say, oh, my gosh, it's that, you know, that super fast team. They would say, oh, it's that really fun, cool group yeah. of people. Because the Omaha running community is fantastic. And I wanted to infuse what it is that, we're, that we do into that, that community. Did... Um so you said the response has been pretty good. How many folks mm -hmm. at this point are part of the group on Facebook? On Facebook, we have 85, eight, between 85 and 90 fans. Um, as far as runners, we have a little over 20. Um, we've logged a lot of miles um, just in a short period of time. I think there's been seven or eight events. Um, the longest has been a half marathon. The shortest has been a 5K. Uh, we're all over the place. We've got events coming up um, in January. I mean, we've got all kinds of stuff that's that's happening, and, and uh, it's kind of neat to see people come and go. It's not always the same runners. Um, like I said earlier, you don't have to commit to running in every race we do. Sure. It's more about if you want to run one race a year or if you want to run every other weekend, you have a chance to come do that with this group. Yeah, and I think I'm in the group. I've probably missed more events at this point than I've made at this point, but uh, but it is a really laid back. It's it's a It's a great culture. And yet, um, uh, you know, I think can hang with the running crowd that's mm -hmm. out there. Absolutely. And, We've got some yeah. very fast runners. Yeah. Very fast runners. And that's part of it, too, is um, it, we're not just about the fun. Fun's a big part of it because running is fun. But if you want to come and you want to you get better and you want to get faster, we certainly have people that can help you do that. Yeah. I think one of the cool aspects of it is the connection that we make, that you can make on Facebook without having to necessarily... Um, meet somewhere, right? So yes. everyone can run a race, they can update their status, mm -hmm. they can communicate. Uh, uh, you guys do a good job of putting out what races are coming up and what things are going to be available. It really is kind of a one-stop shop for most people, right, to kind of get the yeah. running. And we have fixed. a blog, too, that is connected very closely mm. with Facebook. So the blog helps us to talk a little bit about some of the fun things that we do as a team. You know, we're starting little traditions like before a lot of the events. I, I'm known for pancakes, so I make pancakes <laughs> at my house nice. the night before. Nice. So things like that, just yeah. um, social elements too, just to kind of bring people together. 
Um, so it's not always about running all the time because we are friends. We're family. I mean, truly, yeah. a lot of these people um, have become like family to me. Sure. And that web address for the blog is themudmafia.blogspot.com. So yes. folks want to go out and take a look at that. Yes. I know there's some videos out there. There's some YouTube um, embedded videos, some things mm -hmm. that are kind of inspiring and such. So, yes. so if you get an opportunity, uh, you're listening to this and you didn't know about that. And if you want to be a part of that group and you're not a great runner, that's okay too. Yep. I mean, everybody's uh, welcome to, to join in on that. So Yeah, I actually had someone sign up the other day that has never run a race ever. Oh, that's great. So we've got so. folks that um, all kinds of, of pacing, it's, you know, the rules really are that if you want to run, that's all yeah. you need. Yeah. And and all I ask is that is that people um, people just have fun with it and push themselves at whatever pace and whatever goals they have for themselves and we'll be here as a support system regardless yeah i, I think it's a social running deal right yes. I mean, we, we really you run. know me yeah. <laughs> that's it's, what i'm about right the social part yeah, it's really a group that that uh, wants to be social and then we we yes. focus around um uh, running events oh yeah and yeah. running you know i go to running events and i go to race um, mm -hmm. I certainly go there. I'm very focused. Um, when I'm running, I'm very focused. Um, the social part is before and after. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can be very social before, too, yeah. but when I'm running, it's about the race yeah. itself. It's for everybody, so yes. all, all levels. And, and, you know, if you're you're listening to this and you're not in the Omaha area, it, you can easily just, I mean, you just started this, right? I mean, yeah. you had an idea, and, yeah. and I think that's one of the amazing things about technology and social media today. You have an idea. You can put it on the web. All the tools are there. It doesn't cost a ton of money. And then all you have to do is draw people to it. Yep. Right? And yep. So um, you've done that, and it hasn't been um, – th those that group of people that join it haven't all been from the same place either. Yep. It's a pretty wide variety. Of oh, stuff, it's so. amazing. Age, age range is pretty significant as well. I mean, we're all over the board. So I actually had someone sign up. I walked into Sports Authority to get new insoles and was mm. talking to the guy that was selling shoes. And he was asking me about racing, and suddenly, you know, we were talking about running, and he's a runner, and, and now he's he's on the team. So, you know, things like that happen where, you know, you just kind of start a conversation, and, and suddenly, there you are. You're, you're yeah. finding that connection with yeah. somebody, and, and they're, uh, they're a part of it. That's very cool. Well, The Mud Mafia on Facebook, and yes. uh, if you're interested, you can check that out. And, and the he... logo, it's two cross pistols, because there's a couple Mud Mafia things out there, but it's two cross pistols with a black background. That's yeah, a pretty cool. It is. It's a, it's a pretty cool. I got the T-shirt. Yeah, and one of our one of our uh, runners actually designed the logo, um, Trish Doble. So so big shout out to her because yeah. it, it's a fantastic logo and it's really done wonders for us. It's it's kind of a cool brand to have. And we're actually coming out with a Mud Mafia um, for the kids. Um, you know, my kids, my older one's eight, and she does the the one mile fun runs. And so we're gonna have a non-gun <laughs> version of the logos and, and let the kids be a part of it too. Very so cool. there's a lot more coming. We're very family friendly. Um, so we, we definitely want to encourage that as well. Very cool. Very cool. Um, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about fitness and tech in your gear, yes. right? Because uh, this is, gear. I always, when I talk to people about their fitness, uh, it's one of the things I always, like, one of the questions I like to ask is, you know, if you could have one piece of gear that we would say is the most important to mm -hmm. you. Uh, it's different for everybody. What's that one piece of gear for you? Well, I would say, okay, my Garmin for sure. My Garmin is a big part of my routine. It helps me stay with the right pacing. It helps me understand, you know, my distance. And I can go literally run anywhere um, and not have to map out a trail, which is kind of do, fun to do. Do you use the heart rate monitor with your I do. Um, I, not always. Um, it helps me understand where my heart rate's at. So um, I do a lot of training around endurance. I want to know what range I'm in. Sure. So I'm, I, sure. I like that scientific component to it to make sure I'm where I need to be. 
Um, and if I need to be pushing it a little bit harder, <laughs> but also that's my gut check. Like, that's okay, like 90% yeah, of my workout, so you I need, need to, push to get, yeah, you need to get yourself a little bit faster, my friend. So that's a part of it. Right now, with the cold weather, I would say um, my most indispensable piece of equipment are my Brooks thermal pants. Um, oh, really? They, pants. Pants. Yes. Pants. Thermal pants. Wow. They're fantastic. Okay. They, um, they, you know, Brooks is a well-known brand. A lot of their clothes, um, not that they're actually, they're very cute too, which is important to me. <laughs> Are they pink? Um, there's pink. <laughs> there is some pink. But I do, I like that their stuff's cute, but it's also very effective, so very functional. These pants are for 40 degrees and below, but they have mm. gear that's an intermediate so that if it's not freezing cold, you've got something that's comfortable, and then mm. obviously they have heat gear. Mm. But right now, those pants have been fantastic because I, and you know this, hate running on the treadmill. Yeah. Hate it. It's soul crushing for me. A lot of people love that. I do not. So if I can, I want to be outside. And um, so those pants have made it possible for me, even as the weather is shifting quite cold, to go out there and do that. Yeah. We, we got out yesterday for a run. Now, I think uh, it was maybe 24, 25 degrees mm -hmm. here in Omaha yesterday, and a group of guys uh, went out. We ran uh, across the river and you know over the bridge. Wind was blowing. Got to have the right gear, right, yes. when you're running in yes. that cold weather. There's just no... and. And I think with technology, they they make it lighter, they make yeah. it warmer, they make it breathe better. And yeah. and my pants are they're not my very favorite, but 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 my pants you gotta you gotta have a good pair of them if yes. you're gonna run in the winter. Well, I think at least in the upper even, Midwest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's things like the antibacterial components, so you don't they they don't smell over time. Right. I mean, that that's kind of gross, but yeah. you want to have things that that and you you spend a little bit more, right? But the investment's well worth it. I mean, I my Under Armour gear also is fantastic. Yeah. Um, when I I do in addition to running, I do a lot of other activities, and one of those things is is jujitsu. And I, I wear Under Armour for that as well. Oh, really? And I actually, okay. rather than use Rash Guard. That's compression gear, right? Right, it is yeah. compression gear. Okay. Rather than use the Rash Guard, which is what a lot of um, the guys in my class use, I actually use my thermal gear. Mm -hmm. um, okay. it, it wicks off the sweat. It performs the same function. Um, so I can use both uh, or use that same gear for, for both my, my mm -hmm. summer running and for my, my jiu-jitsu. So. Yeah. You know, I feel tougher in a pair of gloves. <laughs> I don't know why that is. But all, yeah. sometimes I want to run in shorts, a t-shirt, and gloves. Gloves, yes. No, I wear fingerless gloves a lot. Oh, do you? I okay. wear black fingerless gloves. I love them. Um, I have a couple. I have like a nicer pair that was made as fingerless right. gloves. Okay. Then I have the ones that I turned into fingerless gloves with a pair <laughs> just, of scissors. Just cut them off. Yes. Yeah. And, and those those have been great, too, because I like to have my hands out when I run. Yeah. So that's that's been a nice piece yeah. of gear, too. But yeah, with the cold weather... You've got to have the right stuff. It, yeah. it does, you know, cost a little bit, but it's so worth the investment because that helps um, you to be able to sustain your running outside, especially if you're like me and you like to go off-road and you like to trail run. Right. you got to have the right gear. Do, besides Facebook, do you do any other online uh, tracking of your fitness? Uh, use any of I the do. Okay. I use, I use fitday.com to track all my food. Um, oh, I eat good. clean. I don't know if you are familiar with that concept, but essentially, if it has a mother or it comes from the ground, I'll eat it. I don't okay. eat anything processed. Oh, so that wow. helps me to not only track, I don't really do it for calories and fat, but it's excellent for that. Sure. Um, I do it more for, um, I eat six times a day and I, I eat a complex carbohydrate and a protein at every meal. Mm. And then starchy carbs like three, four times a day. Okay. But this way I know what my ratios are. Um, I can keep track of what I'm eating, how much I'm eating. I mean, when you're eating six times a day, I'm literally either making something, eating something, or thinking about eating something all the time. <laughs> yes. So that helps me to maintain, and then it tracks everything over time. 
So I can always go back and see what I've, what I've done. And it, it tracks your weight. It can track your measurements. You can journal about how you're feeling. So if you're using it as a weight loss tool, it's fantastic for that. I think a lot of people find that they eat more than they think they do. Yeah. So tracking, you know, rule, one of the first rules of trying to lose weight is you got to write down that. everything you yeah. eat. And it's a great accountability yeah. tool for that. Yeah. You know, there's two things Jamie and I say all the time on the show is run is you don't run to lose weight, right? You lose weight Correct. to run. Yes. Uh, and yes. the second thing is if you want to lose weight, you got to track everything. Absolutely. And so um, those online tools are some of those things that, that help you kind of, kind of, uh, it just brings it to the surface because you does. think, you just don't think you're eating that much. And then no. when you track it, you're like... You know, and I always tell people, for the first two weeks, don't worry about what it is, just track it. Yes, yes. Then go back and And if and you have a bad day, I mean, like yesterday, I had kind of a bad day food-wise, I wrote it down anyway. So even right. though I was above my norm, at least I know, right. and it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, 29 Cheez-Its go down sometimes <laughs> way too fast, which is a serving size, by the way, and I know this That's because funny. I had them yesterday. Yeah. But I mean, literally, just knowing. And so you can hold yourself accountable and say, I'm going to do better tomorrow. Yeah. Or I did great today. I'm having those those types of, of interactions and just being accountable to it and being honest. You've yeah. got to do it. You can't fool yourself. You You've got to write it down. Yeah, you do. So that's fitday.com. Fitday.com. And I assume username and password. Username so and password. Santa can't see it. So he yes. doesn't know if you're naughty or nice. Yes. Nobody <laughs> else can look at your, at your stuff. Yeah. And it literally has, you know, out, outside of just the... Um, the food component, there's, you know, the inches and there's the, the weight and there's all those different activities. So you can track even the activities you're doing. It will keep track of, you know, what's your, probably your base, um, calorie expenses for the day. Um, just if you have a, a job where you sit most of the day, if you have a job where you're active, so you can kind of track those things and see what your differentials are. So if you have weight loss goals, it makes it so much more effective for you to does, do that. Does that have a uh, social element to it as well, where you can kind of share your information with people? And Not that I've seen. Okay. I, it's it's on Facebook, though, as something you can like. Okay. So um, it is something that you can go out and look at. It's actually when I was going through some nutritional stuff with, um, with Ryan Wolf, who was um, one of my running coaches, he would actually go check it for, I gave him my username uh, and yeah. password, so he'd go check what I was eating too, and he would give me suggestions on, well, maybe you should be eating this. Yeah. Um, the other website I use all the time is eatcleandiet.com. Mm. Um, that's where I get a lot of my that's clean good. recipes. That's yeah. where I get a lot of my information around eating clean, which is a really fantastic concept when you're trying to not just, um, it's not about so much losing weight, it's about being just the healthiest version of yourself possible if you want to get really lean, um, if you want to just get a lot of your nutrition from the foods you're eating, that's another great resource Perfect. for that. Well, I'll put both those links in the show notes Perfect. when we're done so folks can go out and, and, and check them. Tell me a little bit more about this clean diet thing. So uh, yes. how did how'd you get hooked up with that? Well, so I have some friends that um, that eat clean and I'd heard about it. Um, I started gluten-free because I wanted mm. to get, I knew processed foods, you know, bad news. You want to stay on the, the perimeter of the supermarket at all costs. And I knew that. So I started with gluten. And I don't have a gluten, in, you know, intolerance or anything like that. I just said, you know, and I'm going to eliminate um, those types of elements from my diet. So that was the first thing that I did. That got rid of a lot of the processed stuff. And then I said, okay, I'm going to take it a step further, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go clean. So it's whole foods. Okay. Um, so a typical day for me would be oatmeal in the morning with with two tablespoons of flaxseed and maybe a quarter cup of organic blueberries, okay. and then a, a, a scoop of 25 grams of whey protein or or 25 grams protein, whey protein, um, and then I eat every two and a half to three hours. Uh, the intermediary meals, I have um, 
a protein that's around the equivalent to 15 to 25 grams of protein, and then some kind of a complex carb, so uh, green beans, broccoli, um, something along those lines, cauliflower. Um, and then I have um, you know, starchy carbs like apples, pears, uh, mm. sweet potatoes are a big one. I do sure. that a lot too. Um, and so I, I eat six times a day. Portion size is really important. Mm -hmm. You're eating smaller portions, so the protein needs to be the size of either the palm of your hand or deck of cards, something mm -hmm. like that. For fruit, you want like one, one handful of a fruit. For, for veggies, you can use kind of a two-handful approach. Um, and, and generally, you can eat five or six times a day. It depends on if you're trying to lose weight. A lot of times you want to stop eating that last meal around 6 o'clock so that your, your body... Um, towards the end of the day as you're sleeping and you're not as active is, is able to not have to burn off additional calories. Yeah. But you can have things like, you know, having, having healthy fats, omega-3s is important. Um, things like warm water fish like salmon and things like that are really good for that or um, natural butters, almond butter, peanut butter, organic natural versions, mm -hmm. not necessarily, you know, the GIF you find in the... Uh, and you, that's you're ruining my day, Carrie. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, things like um, a small handful of almonds is a great, um, you know, raw unsalted almonds, things like that are really good. And there's so many great recipes out there. People hear me talk about it and they think that sounds horrible, but it's really not. There's so many ways to really make it um, delicious. Whole yeah. foods... It's amazing what salt and pepper will do. I have a friend that's a chef, and mm -hmm. he made green beans for me one time with olive oil, salt, sea salt, and pepper. Mm -hmm. Amazing in a pan and yeah. a skillet. It, it was it was delicious. Things sure. like that. If you buy really good whole natural foods yeah. and you season them properly, the flavor really can yeah. can make it. Well, there is a lot of online resources available for that, so folks yes. don't have to go it alone. Yes. Uh, and you'd mentioned one before. What was that? Say that um, again. Eatcleandiet.com. Okay. Um, Tosca Reno is uh, an author and an activist in the Eat Clean world, and um, it's it's her website. She has some books out. I've got a couple of them, and they're fantastic. Um, but those kind of helped me get into this um, and, and helped me kind of stay on track. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things I learned from it is 80% of it is your nutrition. 10% of it is genetics, yeah. and 10% of it is your activities. Yep. And, you know, you can go run nine miles and burn 900 calories and replace that with two pieces of pizza. Yes. I mean, you've really got to be mindful. Oh, that's yes. my story. I know, right? <laughs> like, you really have to be mindful of what you're putting in your body. And, and it can be um, a machine. It can be your temple, or it can be yeah. your, you know, your, your garbage yeah. dump. So you kind of have to decide what you want for yourself. You do, and and I decide French fries. That's and that's okay. You know, people. So, you know, people say like, "Oh my gosh, do you ever eat anything else?" Absolutely. Yeah. Tonight I'm going out to yeah. dinner. It's my grandpa's 85th birthday. You know, I'm gonna have um, bread. I'm gonna have some things that I don't normally have. It doesn't mean you never eat it. It just means more often than not, more consistently than not, you're eating whole foods and you're keeping your body going and, and you're taking care of it. Yeah, that way. it's in and it's in moderation, right? Absolutely. And you can ease into it. You don't yes. have to go cold turkey. You're not quitting smoking. Yes. Right, and, and so there's some things you can go out there. And, and I will tell you, before I went gluten-free, the three things I asked were, can I have wine, can I have chocolate, and can I have ketchup? And all three of those answers were yes, oh, and so I said, I can do nice. it. And I buy the, the, the lower sugar ketchup, because I love ketchup. Ketchup is oh, yes. fantastic. So, Warm or cold? Um, I like it cold. Okay. I do. Right. Salsa has become a replacement, as has mustard, because I find out mustard, not only is it zero calories, but it's a natural fat burner. Really? So I replaced um, a lot of what I use ketchup for with mustard. I might have to try mustard. Yeah, little tricks like that. You know, I, my biggest trick lately is to use salsa as salad dressing. Yes, That's absolutely. Fabulous. It is. Especially if, you have, if you're mixing uh, maybe uh, um, like barbecue chicken in with absolutely. your salad and some yes. salsa. Oh, 
Fantastic. Nice. And the yeah. thing with whole food and clean eating is you can eat a ton of food. A, a cup of cauliflower is 25 calories. Yeah. And I make cauliflower like mashed potatoes, and I do that for my kids. So I'll take that. I'll oh. put a little bit of spray butter, which has no calories in it, and a little bit of, of skim milk, and I'll, I'll beat it so it's not as smooth yeah. and creamy as potatoes, but it tastes yeah. darn near the same, and my kids good. don't know. Yeah. So, and that's a great, yeah. I mean, think about a cup of, you know, of something like that at 25 calories. That's Crazy. unbelievable. We've gotten into Yukon potatoes as of late. From, mm -hmm. You just bake them, and then they're soft, and, you know, right out of the chute, they're, they're tasty, and they're sweet, and they're... And they're you know, it's a potato. Right? Yeah. It, and so it's it's natural. And yeah. So there's lots of good ways to go. You know, one of the hardest things I've found is to shop like that at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're doing your grocery shopping at Walmart, it's not that you can't do it, but their selection is is minimum and and questionable at times. Right. So you might have to visit some other stores to, yes. to, to get some uh, additional vegetables. So we'll appreciate that. We'll get that link in, in the show notes as well. All right, last thing. You uh, you have a busy 2011, it sounds do, like, already planned out, right? Um, uh, some races. Tell me a little bit about what's coming up for you in, in 2011 sure. from a running standpoint. And then I also want to hear what you do outside of running as sure, well. So sure, sure. So 2011 is the year of the trail for me. So that means I will be running off-road almost exclusively. Um, that just means um, cross-country racing, adventure racing, mud running, those types of things. Some pavement races, I'm going to do a half marathon in May, I'm going to do um, a 10K in September, um, and probably some other pavement races in there, because I'm going to race about every other weekend in 2011. I'm um, going to be doing some traveling. Uh, the Warrior Dash in Ohio in June, that is a, a three-mile intense mud run fiesta. It's like uh, crazy um, jumping over fire and crawling through mud, and... I'm climbing up things. Um, I'm doing an ultimate mutter or the tough mutter, um, probably the one in Virginia in October. Um, I'm doing an, a night mud run in Chicago. Oh, wow. And I think that one's in February. Um, that, one's, that one's also, um, I just posted it on um, the Facebook Mud Mafia page. And so not only is it a mud run, which is my favorite thing, but it's a mud run at night. And wow. night running is one of my favorite things. Do you wear a light? Do. do you have to wear a light? You do. You have to wear okay. a headlamp. And my friend Kat, who's done them before, um, she said, and she posted on the page too, do not buy a cheap one because you won't be able to see much. So you gotta, you got to kind of go and get a, a pretty decent one for those types of runs. Yeah. But um, lots and lots of cross-country. There's actually um, Cupcake, who's one of our runners in San Francisco, <laughs> is trying to talk me into a 25K in wow. Northern California, uh, which was all off-road, lots of hills, um, pretty intense race there. So. Definitely want to do some traveling, want to get out there, um, spend as much time on the trails as I can. I just, that's kind of become my, my passion. And when I train, that's usually where I'm training um, rather than in, in, on a treadmill or on, you know, on the yeah. pavement or on a track. Or something with like with all this talk of off-road, any uh, thought into the Leadville 100? Hey, you know what? This, the sad thing about me, and you know this, which is probably why you said this, is I pretty much take on any challenge that is issued to me. Yeah. So as people, you know, people will, will know that I do these things, they'll send me emails or they'll post things on my Facebook page and say, hey, have you seen this? More often than not, my answer is either yes, I have and I'm already signed up, or no, I have it, but where do I sign up? Yeah. So I, I definitely um, will pretty much try anything. Yeah, that's a tough run, and it's one of the toughest in the nation at 10,000. It starts at 10,000 feet, goes to 14 through the course of it, 100 miles. It starts in the evening, you run throughout the night, it finishes sometime in the morning. Nice. It's 
pretty crazy. And I love that. I love the, like I told you earlier, I decided, you know, 2011 is going to be all trail most of the time. And then summer of 2012, I'm going to do an Ironman. So the training will shift a little bit and we'll get more into some of the swimming and the biking components. But 2011 is all, all off-road all day, lots and lots and lots of running. And a lot of very distance. You know, I love to run fast and, and I'm not built like a distance runner um and so but as a personal challenge i want to get there um not necessarily to the marathon distance i don't think that's a distance outside of the iron man i'm really interested in competing at i love the 10k distance it's a great distance for me i think the half marathon is going to be an even better distance for me this year especially with how i'm training which we'll talk about tabata here in a second which has been game changing for me but um definitely want to just you know continue to to push myself and, and do a variable, you know, type of distance and, and still try to maintain that speed. Hey, let me ask you this question. Where were you two years ago? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, um, and the reason I ask that, so the listeners know, and they, they don't, some of them don't know you. Right. But, but and, and they don't know me either. But two years ago, you and I were in, in, in different places than we are today. Absolutely. And people hear us talk about this stuff and they go, oh, I could never do anything like right. that. Right. Two years ago, I never would have believed I could have run a marathon. And right. now I've run three. Right. Two years ago, where were, kind of where were you at? I was on a couch, um, <laughs> really sad and depressed. Um, no, I two years ago, I was at a point where, you know, and I didn't even start running until I was in my 20s. Um, I'm 29. I didn't start until I was in my 20s. I was an athlete my whole life. I was a dancer. I played soccer. I was very active, very athletic. Um, got to college and said, oh, wow, I need, I need something to do. So I started running. A um, couple kids happen in there, you know, you kind of find yourself sure. not running as much. I would, you know, in between my girls um, being born, I ran a lot and stayed really active. And two years ago, I found myself at this place I'd never been before. I was really out of shape. I was really unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, my nutrition was terrible. I was tired all the time. And I realized this isn't, this isn't me. I was the heaviest I'd been my whole life. Um, and I said, I, I need to do something about it. And I started running again. And it was about two and a half years ago mm-hmm. that I started running again. And, and I remember sending Ryan Wolf, who's my, my running coach, an email and just saying, you know, um, I don't know if, if, if I'm going to have time. I don't know if this is for me anymore. Like, I don't know if this is right. And, and it was like a spark was ignited. And it started off, and, and I have my own blog where I talk about my journey with fitness and with food and with all of these things. And... Uh, which we can put that on your, on yeah. your link too. But um, it, it started off as a hobby, and I hated it. Um, I still have a love-hate relationship with it, to be honest, because you know running is a lifelong commitment. Um, and then it turned into um, you know this beyond a hobby. It became a habit, and it yes. became something that I did because I was used to doing it. Mm-hmm. And in the last two and a half years, from hobby to habit, it's turned into a passion. Sure. Um, it's part of who I am. It's not. I've always been an athlete, but really. Um, I train like one. I live like one now. I'm probably, you know, in better shape now than I was when I was 21 years old, which is um, crazy to think. Crazy to think about. Yeah. It's great though. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, it's a, and the reason I ask you these questions is there's somebody listening who's in the boat that you were or that right. I was, you know, two or three years ago, or maybe it's been that way their whole life. And right. it's, that doesn't mean it's over. Right. Right. I mean, people can change. Yes. And you can, and, and but you can't change all in one day. No. You know, I say this no. because January 1 is just around the corner and yes. lots of people make New Year's resolutions and they, they go to the gym and kill themselves for a day yes. or two because yes. we know Dom sets in on the second yes. day. Yes. <laughs> so if you start on Monday, Wednesday is going to be your worst day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I always encourage people, take it 
one step at a time. You didn't go out to shoot running half marathons, no. even running 10Ks. No. I think about my 10K time two years ago, uh, almost almost an hour, straight yeah. up an hour. I ran the Corporate Cup last um um, last year, uh, 46. Mm -hmm. It's coming down. That's still not. A, I'm not the greatest runner. I'm a big guy, right. you know. But that's. It's about me and, right. and what I do. And and everybody's got to come to that on their own, mm -hmm. kind of on their own terms. Well, when I started, I never said like it was never about weight loss. It was never about a number. I don't think you can do that to yourself. I think you need to say, I want to get healthy. The weight, the 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 muscle, all of those things will come as a byproduct of living a healthier life. And so when I started, that's what I said, and I took it a day at a time, and I said, I'm going to live healthier today than I did yesterday. If I screw up, that's okay. I'm not going to say, oh, well, then it's over, so I need to stop. Yeah. I'm in, Six months is going to come, whether I'm eating healthy or not. I might as well be doing yeah. and making positive choices. Right. But you can't see it. You know, I know people that have, you know, over 100 pounds to lose. Don't think about the 100 pounds. Think about what am I putting in my mouth today? Mm -hmm. am, I, am I getting up off the couch? Am I being more active today than I was yesterday? Baby steps. And you've got to be just deliberate about this is a choice I'm going to make every day. Because yeah. tomorrow's coming whether mm -hmm. I'm living healthy or not. Right. And I want a lot more tomorrows. And if I make healthier decisions, I'm going to have sure. them. Sure. Sure. Well, as always, this show kind of seems to gravitate around running. Yes. But let's talk about what you do that's not running. Oh, yes. Okay, so people think I'm kind of crazy. I do a lot of non-traditional training. Um, I do, as I mentioned earlier, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And okay. I do that anywhere from um, two to four times a week. Um, it's Essentially, it's, it's a form of grappling. It's um, a martial arts that is an excellent core workout that's zero impact. Um, so that's been a fantastic addition for me. Um, it's unique. It's obviously not for everyone. I've loved it. Um, I also do um, kickboxing and circuit training once a week with a fantastic um, trainer. His name's Eric Daigle. He's amazing. He's also a local MMA fighter here in Omaha. He's wonderful. And they come out of Mick Doyle's gym, and that gym has been absolutely been phenomenal for me. John Hansen is my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu coach. Mm. He's awesome. Um, and they know that I'm not training there to be an MMA fighter. I'm not training there to Let's go. No, no. Um, I'm not. You know, I'm not there to, to go into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments or anything along those lines. I'm there because I'm a runner and I need alternative ways to stay strong. And that's been great for my core. Um, one of the other things that that gym introduced to me was Tabata, which is no, a I form of okay. yes. Tabata has been. My, my workout. Isn't that where you get on a wooden sled and go? That would be Tabata. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tabata, and it's, it's out there fairly prevalently now, but it's still kind of a new concept. Um, there was a doctor um, or scientist, Tabata was his last name, um, who watched speed skaters that were doing interval training. Mm -hmm. And what Tabata is, is it's rather than do, and you can do this with cardio, you can do this with weights, you can do this with any form of exercise. It's 20 seconds on, as hard and as fast as you can go, 10 seconds of rest, eight times through. Mm. So rather than do like three sets of 10 or do increasing weights, um, what they were finding is doing a two to one ratio versus what most people do, which was a three to one workout to rest ratio. Mm -hmm. It forces your body to recover faster. Mm. Um, there's a lot to do with your endurance. If you're an endurance athlete, Tabata is something you should definitely look at doing. Um, it's not necessarily there to build a ton of strength. Um, but it's going to build that endurance. So it, it's going to help those types of endurance athletes to get to that faster because your body's being forced to recover quicker. Um, I have actually on my blog a whole 
um, section with resources about Tabata exclusively. Now, now which blog? Your personal My blog? My personal what, blog. You, what is the address it's, for that? It's um, Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E-A, okay. 81.blogspot.com. Um, so that's a great place to kind of see what, what motivates me, what keeps me going. Um, and, and Tabata, there's, and it's four minutes. So when you think about 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, each exercise you're doing four minutes at a time. So I usually put them in, in blocks of four. So it's 16 minutes. So four minutes, it sounds like nothing, right? It oh, sounds it's like a long time. four minutes, whatever. <laughs> but four minutes, it's, it's a tough four minutes. I actually did the other night, I did a treadmill where um, I ran straight ahead on an incline. Then I did side running on the treadmill, both right and left, and then backwards running on the treadmill at an incline doing the Tabata. And uh, it's very intense. Yeah. And by the end of that four minutes, you are spent. And so it's great for me to do, you know, I'll do like my longer distance running. And then for my strength training, I, I started utilizing Tabata. I use lower weights because obviously I'm not trying to get huge. I'm trying to get really lean and, and strong um, and, and keep that endurance as my priority. And, and Tabata has absolutely helped me do that. That's good. So that's been a big part of my training. I just started swimming again. Um, you know, swimming is a great zero impact for my joints. I've had some knee and shoulder issues. So being able to have alternative ways, like the jiu-jitsu has been great for me on that front because even though it's about isolating joints and, and getting submission so right. it's zero impact in, in the sense that I'm not pounding my knees and my ankles right. on the pavement repeatedly so that's been great especially during the winter season to have something and, and it really I mean in a lot of cases I'm not a big person um, I, I've got I'm usually and it's it's you know I'm rolling around with guys that are at least 50 pounds heavier than me in some cases 100 pounds heavier than me um, finding that leverage literally throwing somebody off of you so that, those are the kinds of things that have helped me build up that upper body and that core mm -hmm. strength and not, not be doing traditional exercise. So it's fun. So it's a totally cool. different approach, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So it sounds like to me, I mean, you're not just a, a runner, but very active yes. all around those things. Yes. And, and, and then that works for you, right? It I mean, does. It's not everybody's schedule. Not at all. It, no. And, you know, people shouldn't feel guilted into, oh, now I've got to add all these things to my schedule. Start no. with one thing. Right. Right. One race. I, I decided in, you know, two and a half years ago I was going to run one race. And I did. I ran one race, and I was thrilled with it. And, and you kind of catch the bug, and you decide. Um, actually, you know, I, I went and did a mud run and placed. And that was kind of where I was like, because up until, you know, even the whole first few years I was running, I was like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. I never grew up as a runner. I didn't run track. I didn't run cross country. And I would constantly say, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. I'm a runner. I'm a runner now. It took me time to get here, um, but I finally accepted that that, that is it's, it's who I am, and, and I've embraced it, but I certainly didn't start that way, and the whole journey has been one that um, has taken me, obviously, from, a, you know, very far from where I started, um, but it didn't start with where I'm at now. If you would have said, you know, two and a half years ago, you're going to have your own running team, I would have laughed at <laughs> yeah, you. I would have laughed at you. I mean, and, and, you know, being at this place, I have two daughters. I want them to have a role model of fitness and, and not only fitness but eating well and taking care of themselves um, because it's, it's a big problem with our youth now. And, and I want to be someone that's out there and saying, you know, it's not only something that you should do. But it's fun, mm -hmm. and, it, and with the food, the food can taste really good, mm -hmm. and the activities can be fun. I hear people say all the time, like, oh, my God, I hate running. I hate running some days, too. There are days when my miles are painful, or, you know, even the other day I was at the gym, and I started running, and I was on an indoor track, and I was like, oh, I got, like, two laps in, 
And then this guy jumped on, and he was really fast, and I was like, there, that's my rabbit. I'm just mm-hmm. going to chase him. And that did it for me. That brought me out of my funk. I've never liked the first mile, ever. Ever. Yeah. Even on races, I've never liked the first yeah. mile. Um, but I do love to run, but it took me time to get there. And right. it's, still, it's still a give right. and take. It's a relationship. So don't expect to love it every day, but do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Pick, a, pick a race. Pick a, an event. Pick a goal. Right. Uh, give yourself plenty of time. Work towards the goal get there yeah and, and you will it's, yeah yeah it's, yeah it's a step at a time it's a mile at a time um it's a breath at a time i mean yeah. literally there are days where it's about that just getting that next step yeah. in yeah. and and you can and what i love about the mud mafia and what i love about making it a social thing is that you don't feel alone you're not on the journey by yourself i've never been on this journey by myself i've had i've had trainers i've had coaches i've had friends i've had running partners that um have pushed me. I've had running partners that have, you know, held me back at times when they're like, we need to not be pushing it so hard, you know, yeah. whether it was heat or injury or whatever. Um, having a network in a variety of capacities has been, and so to, for me to go from being really very much the student to now being sort of a mentor to a lot of people has been a fascinating journey in and of yeah. itself. Yeah. So I'm, I'm constantly looking for sources to teach me mm-hmm. and, and to give me more knowledge so that I can continue to help myself right. and I can continue to, to, to get that that out there too yeah. so good well last question are you on Twitter I'm not I probably <laughs> should, you know I, I feel like I'm on Facebook with the mud mafia so much I feel like people do not want to hear from me that much like even the <laughs> blogging I'm like nobody cares what I have to say but I, I probably oh, should I, the, the team probably should you know the um, the mud mafia we are constantly yeah. finding new events and we're constantly participating in stuff and it's good just to let people know um, that it's out there and and it is open to anyone. I had a friend the other day say, I'm running more now, so do you think I'd make the team? And I said, oh, my gosh, do you have $20? You're, you're on the team. That's it. You just need a T-shirt. That's all. Yeah. Um, it's not about being in a certain place. And, you know, if you, but if you do have fitness goals, we can help with that, too. Hey, I was running the other day, so I met some friends at Zerinsky. That's a lake here in the area. And we were doing a lap, and this guy r- running the other way waves at me. And and. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, he had a mask on, so I couldn't, you know, it was cold. Right. Couldn't see him. So I'm like, hey, how's it going? So we come back around the other side, and he he's he meets us, right? And he's right. like, hey, what's going on? You know, and, I, and, it's, and then he shouts his name out. And, and I'm like, I, he goes, you know, the Mud Mafia? <laughs> no! Oh, my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I've been wearing the t- I was wearing the T-shirt. Yeah. And he had, we had scheduled this run, and of course I had put the event on the, on the Mud Mafia Facebook site. Uh-huh. Didn't get any response from anybody there, but he saw it and showed up. Now he missed, he was he was on the other side of the lake, and he right, got the right. wrong directions and all that other stuff, but it was interesting, that connection. He saw me wearing the shirt. Oh, yay. He's like, you know. Was it Dan? Mafia. I can't remember. I bet now. it was Dan. I can't remember. I bet now. it was. Yeah, yeah there's, so, there's so much, of, you know, we, we got a, we, the Beer and Bagel was our first event. And we had 12 runner. No, we had we had 12. That's right. We had 12 side. We had nine actually run that day, and um, we had a lot of buzz that day. You know, we That's had some, some great responses to it, and people realized. You know, like Team Nebraska, we, we talked to them, and they have some. They have the fastest runners, pretty much in the state. Yeah. And um, or in the world. In the world, yeah. <laughs> um, and they, you know, we're we're not there to compete. We're not a competitive team. We have runners that are competitive, sure. but as a team, we're not there to to roll in and like scare right. people. We're there to roll in and have a good time. Right. And so we, we got a lot of people um, interested that day, and we just we continue to, to send out that message. And, you know, I, I talk to the guys even at the gym all the time and say, I know you guys are fighters and you're in this whole other world, but come run with us every now and yeah. then. You know, see what that's like as part of your training. 
And, and so that's one of my goals is to get some of those guys. And a lot of them do running as cardio. A lot of people do running as cardio. And you can easily transition treadmill cardio running, you know, 30 minutes a few times a week into a 5K. Yeah. And it's fun. It's a different atmosphere. Race days are fun days. It is. And in this area, there's races just about every weekend. I mean, there really are. And so if you want to get involved, you don't have to do all of them, obviously. I'm going to probably do one every other weekend this racing season in the spring but um, through the summer. But it's there's tons of opportunities to get involved. There are. And, you know, this fall I got the opportunity to run. You know, this fall I ran a couple halves and a full and a bunch of 10Ks. Um, but the best running I did was I, um, I ran with somebody on their first 5K. And, and uh, you know, it, it was, sure, it was slow for me. Yeah. But it was it was so much fun to watch them finish yes. the, the, the finish line. It was yes. just a blast. And, and actually, that race, I parked at Gallup. I yeah. ran downtown. Yeah. I ran the race. Ran then, back. And then I ran was back. It, was it the race for the cure? Yes. I did the same thing. I ran that with my sister. It was her first event. And she's just getting back into running. She's joined the running team, and, and she's fantastic. But I ran with her. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Didn't run it at my pace. But I didn't, it didn't matter. I, yeah. didn't even, I had a chip, and I was like, you know what? I don't care. I just want to run it. I want to run it with her. And I ran it with her mother-in-law, who's a breast cancer survivor. That's great. And a lifelong runner. That's great. So to have the three of us go, it was yeah. a really meaningful day. Because so often you go to those, and at least I get super focused on the running. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, this is about a cause. A lot of them, I mean, some of them are just runs for running yeah. sake. Right. But a lot of them are causes, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is actually a beautiful thing. And to yeah. see all those survivors sitting there, you know, things yeah. like that, those are great moments. That's a great first 5K. You know, and it is. it's Very a national. Flat. Yeah. Well, it's a flat national course. event as well. Yes. And so there's, during the month of, um, what month October. is that? Is that October? Yep, October. So uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, mm -hmm. Those are all throughout the nation. So it, maybe that's, I mean, maybe you're not ready to run 5K today, but maybe yeah. by October of 20. 11 you mm -hmm. would be ready that would be a goal to shoot for and you could run that and, and it's a lot of gals there which yes. for guys in pink it's a good yes, deal <laughs> and ladies you can wear pink lots of pink yeah so so anyways well carrie i want to let folks know they can we've given them a lots of ways to to follow you so to speak they yes. can follow you at the mud mafia you know they can catch on the blog mm -hmm. um if they have specific questions i'll go ahead and invite them they can send me an email um, podcast at theaverageguide.tv. That'll come to me, and I'll pass that along to you. Perfect. Um, and if they have if they have any questions for you along those lines, we'll get that on to you. Carrie, I appreciate you taking the time. You know, we've been it goes so fast. We've been forty five minutes already. Oh my goodness, yeah. It just goes super fast. But I appreciate you taking the time to sure. do this. We'll have you back on. Uh, you know, we'll we'll make you, we'll try and make you a reoccurring guest, and Sounds good. you can give us the, all the updates on what you're doing. Thanks for uh, listening today. Uh, just want to let you know, there's uh, we, we have a couple podcasts actually going now on the fitness guy or on the fitness guy. Listen to me, on the average guy. Maybe that's because <laughs> you are a fitness guy. The you average are. guy network. We do a home tech podcast now. So for folks who, you know, there's all kinds of technology in your house. And most people don't understand it, so we're, yes. we're helping folks with uh, with technology um, as well as some enterprise software stuff. But that's a pretty boring podcast, so I want to tell people about that. Carrie, thanks again. For, no problem. For Thank this. you. Thank you for letting me be a part of this you and bet. for letting me talk a little bit about all the stuff that I'm passionate you about. Bet. And remember to stay fit. Stay fit. All right. Heck yeah. Thanks. <laughs>